We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast presented by Yahoo. Uh, I'm Kirk Dees, Chris Kirkwood here with my co-host, Brian Jester of Occupy Fantasy, owner, founder. Uh, also, the uh, I'd just like to say this, the, uh, the man who won a sh- million dollars with the grossest lineup I've ever seen. Um, but that's what you have to do in Showdown. Uh, so kudos to that um also this guy's a crusher he crushed preseason he's been in second place in FanDuel nfl live final i'm psyched we're working with him you already heard heard all this last week but um we are back uh, let me just knock out a couple of things here first of all for yahoo before i bring uh, brian on but um this this week i'm going to actually remember to do the promo code so if you're uh, want to if you're new to new to yahoo sign up with promo code grinders 25 you'll get a, a free 25 dollar bonus on first deposit that's right it's grinders 25 uh yahoo is doing a lot of new things this year this i play there um mainly uh, i play there a lot brian's been playing there he's been doing a uh um bankroll challenge but new this year they have single game slates which i binked one last night after a uh, terrible miscue the the week before and i got stuck with uh 150 of the same uh optimal lineup which was a awful night um but anyway new this year they do single game slates monday thursday sunday uh they always have lower rake lower management fees they do an they're doing an NFL live final this year. They have their $1 million baller. That's up to $15 entry this week, but this is no rake. It's the best tournament in the industry. Your first dollar of money. If you're playing DFS should go into this tournament. Um, anyways, here's Brian. Uh, how, how'd you do uh, week one? Hey, what's up, Chris? Yeah. Uh, you, you and I both had some successful uh, main slates on Yahoo. So I'm happy about that. A lot of the things I thought would play out did play out. And uh, yeah, that 150 max mistake that you made, it always keeps me up at night. You know, most people, like normal people, have nightmares about like monsters and death and whatnot. For me, it's my CSV uploads didn't work properly, and I end up with either zero lineups or 150 the same lineup. So I'm sorry to hear that happen to you, dude. I was so mad. I was so <laughs> it was it was just awful. Uh, it's just, so that's what to me that's what week one was get dusting all the rust off. Uh, you know, so I didn't make that mistake last night. I'm more prepared. Week two, it's just going to keep getting better. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a good week. Not as many mispricings this time around, but again, we knocked all the rust off. Now I'm, I'm ready to get back into the group of things. 
Yeah. So uh, just a quick, big, big slate overview. We got five games with at least 50 point totals. You know, it's the Cowboys chargers game, which we'll probably talk a good amount about. Um, there's a ton of plays in there. It's the Titans Seahawks. Um, it's the, the Falcons bucks, Vikings, Cardinals, and 49ers Eagles. Then we got a bunch of other games, but um, what we're going to do, we're going to try to tighten the show up a little bit than we did from last week. We're going to, we're going to start off with QBs. We're going to then talk about some wide receivers, we're going to talk about running backs, tight ends. We're going to try to focus on the best uh, Yahoo values at the beginning um, and talk about like who our main play is or for, I guess, if we're just doing one one main lineup, which um, it's pretty much what I do on, on Sundays over there on Yahoo. And I just jam it and everything. Um, and then, uh, you know, just talk about some tournament options uh, for each of the positions. We'll t- hit some stacks. We'll uh, talk about a whole bunch of things. But yeah, so uh, week two. Um, let's start it off. Uh, quarterback position. Um, if we're going to follow the format for best Yahoo value, I mean, for me, it's just, it's pretty glaring. It's who I played last week. It's who I loved last week. It's who you loved last week. It's Jalen hurts, right? 26 bucks. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't change his value much at all on the other sites, especially DraftKings, They didn't change it really either. So yeah, again, he gets another high total game. Uh, he's put up points when he started games. And uh, like you said, he's just a glaring value. He's a guy that it's an easy plug and play in most lineup types this week. And I know you said last week, you like getting these types of guys into your lineup at the quarterback position that can throw, but also have that rushing ability. And if you're paying up more then I guess Kyler Murray's that guy after his huge game last week, but Chris, I mean, it, it's clear to me that hurts is, is the number one option as far as points per dollar goes. Yeah, we've so for if we're, you know, I stick to my mantra. It's like I want my quarterbacks mainly to have rushing upside. Right. And so that's why I always I had that handful unless, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he does have rushing upside, but it's a little bit less. But he's, you know, such always can play like a Mahomes, although he's not on this slate this week. But, you know, so it's pretty much I want the rushing upside or there's got to be a damn good reason why I'm playing that quarterback. But um, yeah, like, like we said, so, I mean, last week he did great 264 yards passing three TDs, seven carries. Um, You know, I, we talked about this last week, four starts last season, 272 yards rushing four TDs. If you, if you uh, projected that out over the, the course of a full season, that's Lamar type numbers. So, I mean, that's what you're getting with this guy. Um, The Eagles offense is playing faster um they were uh, breaking out some no huddle last week um he's Devonte smith looked awesome right like uh so there's a clear connection there rager caught all six and six of his targets um so it looks like this offense is getting a little bit better um the 49ers lost cornerback jason verrett so their defense is a little bit banged up to an acl um they also let the lions keep up with them late in the game so i mean it could be a similar situation this week where you know it if you're getting uh, Jalen Hurts comeback uh, garbage, you know, trying to get him back in the game. So that, that could just speed things up and be a, a home run. So yeah, I, I, I love Jalen. Um, I'm not really going to say anything bad about him. And now there, there are some other options. Um, uh, and since we're talking about values, do you have any interest in any of like the, the guys that are projecting at least for me as values, but like, I don't want to click on them. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. No, so that's the, that's the, Derek, like, the Derek Carr type guys, right? Yeah, he's the he's the one I prefer. It's I was gonna say it's basically it's Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Andy Dalton, Sam Darnold, Tyrod Taylor. Those are guys are all either twenty or twenty one dollars, which is cheap, dirt right. cheap. I can get behind some Derek Carr, mainly because of Darren Waller. Right. <laughs> um, 
you know, but uh, those other guys, I, I'm not, I'm probably not going to have much of them. I mean, I might have some for some smaller amounts for the, for the, the, the baller tournament for some stack game stacks and whatnot, but I, I don't really want to click on those guys. Yeah. I mean, quarterback, you need the upside, right? You need the rushing potential. You need the potential to be the highest score on the slate from, for most contest types. And it's, to me, it's just, I don't, I don't see the upside in those guys. Yeah, we're saving a few bucks, but there are so many other values at other positions that you can save. I guess Carr is the is the guy like you that I would play. But Chris, I'd much rather prefer these these game sacks, the the high total games that you talked about, whether it's Herbert or Dak, Kyler Murray, or even Cousins in that game, Russell Wilson, Tannehill, uh, Brady. They had one of the highest team totals of the week. Like those are the guys I would play if I'm not playing Hertz or Murray in uh, in tournaments. Does Derek Carr wear eyeliner, in your opinion? Did you, did you notice notice uh, that? It's, with his... it's, it's it's tough to argue that he doesn't. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> I was just curious if that's like his, uh, if he, instead of the the black paint under the eyes, if he just takes it a step further. Um, anyway, it's like, so, it's, 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 it's like um, you know how how catchers they paint their fingernails so pitchers yeah. can see the, the signals. He he paints or he does the eyeliner around his eyes so his receivers can see his eyes. Is that is that the, that the, yeah, <laughs> the theory? Here? There, there's got to be a reason. I mean. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I was just curious. It stuck on me. Yeah, so the other guys up there at the, the top, right? Like the guys who have rushing upside or like earn a massive game potential. It's well, it's Russell Wilson at thirty-five bucks, who was extremely efficient. Didn't have like monster monster numbers, but had extremely efficient numbers last week, and um, is in a good good game environment that we're going to want to look to. Um, so I can, you know, that, like I said, like I had that, that five list of teams that I wanted to target their defense all season long. And the Titans certainly were, were like my first choice there. And, you know, their secondary is just worse and it sure clearly showed it. They got all, all sorts of problems. So, and they have a good offense, although they weren't quite clicking last, last week, but like they should be able to keep up with the Seahawks. So that's that game should, should, could just really have monster shootout potential in it. So Russ is a guy um kyler murray is a cheat code right as long as they're they're playing well 37 bucks he's probably not going to get as much ownership this week because i think everyone's going to be focused on jail i mean on uh um justin herbert which who who i do like i i, I love him so i'll just give my little spiel with him so first off He's 33 bucks. So he's not quite, you know, up the 37 that Kyler is. He he does have rushing upside, um, although he has a lot of passing upside too. Last week he had a tough matchup with Washington, so he didn't have the greatest game. Um, but it's a 54 and a half point total. It should be what a super fast-paced game. What stuck out to me is that the pro football focus grades for Dallas last week were run D sixth, which you know they they have pretty good run D. Coverage 24th, pass rush 29th. So it sounds to me like he's going to have a lot of time to be able to, to pick apart this um, bad uh, uh, Cowboys secondary. They're also banged up. Um, Demarcus uh, Lawrence went down. Randy Gregory's down. Those guys are their pass rushers. Um, so he should have a bunch of time. And, you know, the, uh, Dallas was atrocious on defense, but, you know, they have a great offense. So their offense can keep them in the game. So this should be scream shootout to me. So I have, I'm, I'm kind of torn whether I'm going to, you know, Hertz is going to be my main guy, I think, but I may, you know, end up playing two lineups and like put all like half of it in cash with Hertz. Uh, and I might end up using Herbert on GPP. I haven't quite decided yet, but that's what I'm thinking. What about you? Yeah, so the, I mean, the, the injuries are interesting, right? Like when, when you have a, a team lose guys midweek 
or mid game. I mean, that's massive for the outlook of that defense. And the fact that they're down two of their pass rushers, this game total is already 54 and a half. They're already expected to play fast. Uh, Herbert's, you know, outside of Hertz is definitely the next best value and potentially has even more upside in that game environment. So yeah, Herbert is probably my favorite tournament option. And again, if you're going to play him, and we saw this last week. If you played Hurts, Hurts was the most popular quarterback on the slate in most contests, but no one played his receivers with them. Like in the contest I played, Devonta Smith was 7%, uh, Goddard was 3%, Rager and Quez Watkins were even less. So if you play Herbert, uh, I, he's, gonna, he's going to be popular, but if you play him with Keenan Allen, you play him with Jared Cook, who we'll talk about, you play him with uh, Eckler even, and then you run him back with one of the Dallas receivers, then all of a sudden your, your, your lineup is lower owned than, than just Herbert by himself. Sure. And uh, Mike Williams. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm definitely stacking somebody with Herbert if I'm playing Herbert, Um, you know, and I I, I did point out to you when I sent you the uh, the second place uh, winning uh, fifty thousand dollar lineup on Yahoo um, last week. I'm going to pull it up here. It was uh, I told you, I mean, it's it's that's just ends up happening a lot is that, you know, stacks less important because there's so many value plays that end up like being just you could just layer value, value, value. But this lineup looked like a, a must have been somebody's uh, season long lineup that they just entered in. Right. It was Mahomes to a Chiefs D stack 50K um, and then just like a bunch of like decent good players that just all across the board that, you know, uh, DeAndre Swift, McCaffrey, Thielen, Samuel, Lockett. There was no rhyme or reason, it seems like, but that happens on Yahoo quite frequently. But uh, yeah, so I mean, Keenan Allen is definitely the preferred preferred piece. I mean, and he, 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 I, I played him in my main lineup last week. Um, so uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, any other guys you're looking at here? Um, I mean, uh, Tom Brady, I mean, 41 bucks is high, but he's going to get low ownership because of that. Um, Tua, any Josh Allen. I mean, I, I got to mention Josh Allen bounce back, right? Yeah. I mean, his, the one thing concerning with him last week was even though he wasn't under pressure a ton, his, his off target rate was back to his, his rookie year scouting report levels. So that that's, that's definitely painful. And Miami has a pretty good defense, but again, he, he rates pretty well this week in most projection systems. If, if me, if I'm paying up, I'm probably going with Brady just because of the team toast nearly 32 and a half points. And he's got three different options. You can stack with him. So for me, if I'm paying up, it's probably Brady. Uh, but again, I think, you know, we saw this with Hurts last week. He could have scored a lot more points if Atlanta kept up in any capacity whatsoever. And I'm afraid that might happen again this week for Tom Brady and running the ball more in the second half. So for me, I think I'm just sticking with those higher total games with the the closer spreads, whether it's it's uh, Seattle, Tennessee, Dallas, and uh, and the Chargers, or even uh, even Arizona and Minnesota for my my main quarterbacks in tournaments. Yeah, Tannehill could be interesting in this one too, because no one's going to play him. He's going to be down bounce there. back, right? They, they, they yeah. can't look as bad as they did last week. I mean, but their D is so bad. They're going to have to just, you know, if you, as long as they're playing another team that can score, they, right. I mean, it, the offense should, should be in good situation. So I think Tannehill is a really sneaky one for this week for, for Yahoo um, in the, in the baller. All right, let's, uh, let's move it on over to uh, wide receivers pairing with our QBs here. Sounds um, good. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Best Yahoo values um, right off the, I mean, every, this is probably every site everyone's looking at. So we know Michael Gallup uh, went down um, that we love this uh, chargers Dallas game uh, gave the the reasons with the, the Dallas defenses, you know, horrendous, um, but their offense is good. And Amari Cooper looked amazing 
amazing in the in that first uh, opening game Thursday night. Um, CD Lamb, you know, you can choose either of these guys or both 24, 23. Um, we can get down. Maybe you can touch on uh, Cedric Wilson if if you think that uh, he's potentially in play for this game on Yahoo specifically. But those are those are the, those are the top two, at least from an ownership standpoint, too. That, I mean, they're going to be extremely popular, but it's hard to get away from, right? I mean, they're underpriced, right? And if you're playing them in game stacks, you have to, if you're playing a low-risk lineup, your, your main lineup, I think you have to play one, if not both of those guys, because again, Gallup's, Gallup's out. They're going to throw a ton. Uh, yeah, you got to lay both of them. They're, they're the clear plays. And unlike last week, we don't have a bunch of 12 and $14 wide receiver ones, right? Like we saw Robbie Anderson last week at $14. The guys that are values this week are more wide receiver two, three type guys. So obviously Celtic Wilson, he's 10 bucks. He's a great value in, in tournaments. I don't know if he, if you want to play him in your main lineup as a, as a wide receiver three, but uh, LaVisca, Michael Pittman, Terrence Marshall, Devontae Parker. These are the guys that stood out to me as values, but Chris, none of those guys are, are super intriguing where it was like last week. I got to jam them into my lineup. I don't feel that great about any of them, but you know, on a, a points per dollar projections basis, uh they they are values and it's like you don't need them on yahoo because you go just a little bit further and you get to some real talent so i'm gonna uh mention a couple of those guys get your thoughts on i mean um i guess the other the other pivot off of uh, amari cooper or maybe even playing with them um you know cd lamb the the same price point because uh 24 and 23 for the cowboys guys cooper cup is only 22 bucks yes uh 10 targets seven catches 108 yards in that game you attack the colts over the middle i mean that's just something that's what you should be doing and we saw that with uh tyler lockett that's uh that helped me i had a big week for my main lineup on yahoo and it was because of tyler lockett um which I did mention to that, uh, that, that Hayden Winks uh, call. Uh, it worked out, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, whatever he says this week, I'm all in until he shows me otherwise. That's, um, but uh, yeah, so Cooper Cup, are you on board? On board, yeah. But he, again, the, all these guys you've mentioned so far are the first guys that I thought were the best pure Yahoo plays. They're, they're great plays on other sites too, but right, like they're pricing the two Dallas receivers and Cooper Cup, I think are the best pure upside dollar, whatever you want to call it, the best pure plays. And then to me, there are other options that you can play in tournaments where you can play up a little more, pay up a little more guys like Hopkins, Diggs, Justin Jefferson, guys up in that range, the the Tennessee receivers, if you're playing Tannehill, Ridley, those guys, I think because most of the ownership is going to be in that 20 to $25 range, because see a little bit lower ownership on those guys. Yeah. Ridley bounce bounce back, um, is, is in play. Uh, he was pretty popular last week, but, um, you know, no one's going to want to play him, especially how bad the Atlanta offense looked and how good Tampa's defense is, you know, and they they are, they cannot succeed if they're going to just run Mike Davis, a bunch of uh, rushes against this Tampa, um, Tampa D. So there, I mean, he's Matt Ryan's going to have to chug it. Matt Ryan sucks, but I've always (laughs) said that, but um, hopefully they can get things going. If he does have, can lead this team to a good game, then Calvin Ridley should be the guy. Right. Totally. Uh, Yep. Um, a couple of names that stood out to me um, that on the cheap end, um, I mean, Tyler Boyd is interesting to me at 15 bucks there. I mean, he's that's that screams like a big value. He had a bad game, but the matchup is there for him this week. He's get he gets the uh, the best matchup um, uh, on the on the field against the, the slot. Marquee Christian, I think it is um, uh, on the Bears. You know, Bears are a good D, pretty good D. They looked pretty decent, but uh, Tyler Boyd is certainly 
a guy that's going to be forgotten because everybody is, you know, with uh, Jamar Chase, with Higgins, um, the fact that Burrow wasn't throwing a ton. I mean, there's a lot of reasons not to 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 go there, but he's going to get overlooked. And uh, I know the kind of upside and he's got that slot matchup that I like. So that's one of my guys. The other guy is Deontay Johnson at 19 bucks, um, double digit targets in eight of his last 10 games. Um, he had a sick TD catch last week. Um, Ben is terrible talk about another quarterback who, who really does not look good these days, but you know, and everyone's talking Najee uh, Harris, but like, they're just, they, first of all, their offensive line has, has big problems and they want to pass. Ben wants to pass. That's all he wants to do. I mean, they basically played last season without a running back you know, and yeah, there was a lot of talk and yes, he's got a hundred percent of the snaps and yes, there was more usage up, but I still believe that like, they want to be a heat. Ben at least wants to be a passing offense. So that, 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 those are the, my two, two plays. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on them and then see if you got any guys for me. Uh, yeah. I like Deontay Johnson going to get peppered with targets. Boyd is interesting purely because of the price. What concerns me is the fact that they Cincinnati had the lowest pass rate over expectation last week they just they ran the ball a ton on early downs and I don't know if that was game plan specific or or they're trying to ease Joe Burrow back into action I'm not sure what it is so that's a little concerning just from a volume standpoint the the one final receiver I'll mention that I like a lot in that middle price range is Jacoby Myers and he's $17 going against the Jets and uh, nine targets last week should continue to get a bunch of targets this week Uh, and he's, he's one of my favorite plays overall but also in that range I love him. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Pats fan. I, I think Mac looked pretty good. Um, I, and you know, you can't really, the jets are pretty good against the run and they, they have the good personnel there um, to stop that, but their secondary is so bad that, you know, I, I can see Belichick just like running this ball over and over again, and it's going to drive me nuts, but he shouldn't. <laughs> and um, Myers is the guy. Um, I don't think he's had a, re- a receiving touchdown. Um ever in his life (laughs) i don't think he had one all last season but he was like the man right and he but he i don't think he ever had so yeah he if he doesn't score against the jets then i'll I'll stop playing this guy but i'm i I like that call a lot um he was my next guy there the other ones i mean we should i mean we have to talk about because uh keenan allen but his price got um moved up to 29 bucks um this is uh he's got he's first of all he he should be able to pick apart uh, a Dallas coverage, you know, and everything, every, he also has the, the best matchup on the field against uh, Jordan Lewis who gave up most of the production to Chris Godwin. Um, this is just a, a, a top, top matchup for him. And, you know, we know the kind of target volume that this guy gets. He's right up there at the top. Um, so Keenan Allen's there is a good spending, but Mike Williams looked awesome and he looked like the clear red zone target. So um, or end zone target, I should say. So his price is kind of high and, you know, he won't project well, I don't think. Um, but um, certainly we should be looking at him in game stacks. Yeah, but he's the type of guy that's perfect for Yahoo or even any site, right? Where they don't project as a, a, a pure value, but they have so much upside in a, in a big game environment stacking with quarterbacks or the opposing quarterback. So yeah, I, I like Mike Williams call too. Touchdown upside. Yep. So that's all I got written down here. You got any other final final ones or should we move it on over to running backs? Uh, I think we can move it on. I, I mentioned Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ yep. Brown, Julio Jones, those guys as part of game stacks, uh, I think are the other payup options. 
Yep. Uh, Jefferson is definitely, because especially after Thielen's um, big game, yep. but it's just the game environment in general. Um, it's his higher price. He's probably not going to project a ton. So you, you probably won't see a ton of ownership on him, but we know the kind of monster upside um, he has. I talked a lot last week about how Arizona's secondary should be worse this season, you know, um, that, you know, they were going to be counting on Malcolm Butler, which was a, a downgrade from anyone. Um, but anyways, uh, running backs. So interesting week at running backs, at least to me, because, you know, typically we want, you always try like, look, if, see if we're going to be jamming in the Alvin Kamara's Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin cook, you know, maybe Derek Henry. I mean, these guys are all extremely expensive, but it's also hard, harder to play them this week. We don't have the, the you know, if we're going to want to try to get some of these 24, 23, you know, pretty much we want to play all these 24, $23 wide receivers. It's going to get pretty tough. And there's a decent mid range. So for me, the best Yahoo values at the start, one is uh, Henderson uh, on the Rams for 18 bucks, uh, 49 of 52 snaps, 16 rushes for 70 yards, plus a touchdown versus a tough uh, run D of Chicago. It's a tough matchup again, for sure. But, um, you know, volume does typically trump all. It is a high-powered offense. There's a lot of equity there for touchdown equity. Um, so uh, I can get behind him. And then uh, the other one, uh, Chris Carson is standing out to me, too, uh, for 24 bucks. But uh, what are your thoughts on those two guys? Yep, I, I marked those two guys down as well. Henderson, to me, was the top value. He's, what, $18 on Yahoo. And when you have someone getting that type of volume in that high power of an offense on a team that likes to run in the red zone and in the, in the black zone around the goal line, Henderson's a great value. Uh, Carson was another guy with Rashad Penny being banged up. I'm sure Alex Collins will still get some work, but that definitely uh, raises the floor a bit for Carson with Penny out of the picture. Um, you talked about Najee Harris before. He, he is, he's cheap. There is questions about the efficiency there with the offensive line, but Again, like Henderson, when you're getting 100% of the snaps, it's hard to turn that down for that price. Uh, and then Joe Mixon is the other guy in that range whose price didn't increase much from last week that uh, should have a big workload again. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the mid range right there, and it's easy to plug those guys in. And uh, I mean, so Carson gets a great game environment. Um, 16 carries for 91 yards, got some targets, 78% of the snaps. Penny's hurt. Right. Um, there's just a lot of uh, touchdown equity potentially there for him. It's a good offense. He's part of uh, Najee Harris, like you said, 100 percent of the snaps is going, you know, efficiency is a concern. Now, the thing that should help that is should be the Raiders defense against the rush. Um, so he could have a better game. I so, like I played him in my main lineup last week, but I wanted to. And it's only because I ran out of time and I ran. I was trying to get off of him and on to Mixon. Um, and uh, I just ran out of time. So I got stuck with him and I still ended up being fine, but I was so mad because he was doing, so, I was just, I was like, I am the biggest fish. I didn't want this fish play. I was like screaming. Um, but anyways, but uh, the, the usage was there for sure. Joe Mixon looks like the, that's the guy I want. Yep. Um, 29 carries. And like you said, uh, Burrow passing less, and it's probably uh, a scheme thing because they want to, you know, prolong him and he's coming back from injury um but uh he's also got you know he had four targets um it is a tough matchup but he should be able to do okay um the interesting pivot there that no one's gonna play and you probably are gonna hate this play if i had to guess 
Um, but because most fantasy analysts have been hating this guy and it's been driving me nuts, but David Montgomery, I know it's, there's, there's, there's definitely reasons not to play this guy from the, you know, Williams took a lot of the passing work. And so that, that was kind of answered whether he would see as much of the passing work as he was seeing towards the end of last season. But man, I've been, I've been on everyone who listened to our pod last year knew like I was on this guy from week one, the entire season. I, I think he's good. I think he's an electric running back. I think he's just had a bad offensive line, a terrible quarterback, which is the same thing that uh, Todd Gurley had for a night. And I was big on Todd Gurley too, back in the day. And yes, Gurley, once his knees, you know, went out, he's not the same player, but he was certainly good for, for a couple of years. And uh, I think Montgomery is extremely similar to that. Um, but I think he makes for a nice pivot off of Joe Mixon in that, in that same game. He gets a better matchup. It's just, uh, and it's just that maybe they're, they're, they're in control of this game and this guy can, can break off some, some good fantasy points. So that, I don't know. Do you hate that one? No, I, I like it. I mean, $25, he's pretty cheap and he, he did look good last week. And I know a lot of people were concerned about his volume and passing game role coming into the season. His schedule late last year was easy, but no, I think at 25 bucks, he's one of the better plays. Would you, I think it's safe to say, right. We have a pretty clear line of construction this week for main, main contests, right? Your low risk, your small field contest where it's, you pay that 20, $25, basically all your players are in that $20 range, right? Like yeah. it feels to me like two, three running backs should be in that 18 to $25 range. Right. Yeah. Because it's just, it's too hard to miss out on this. Like Amari Cooper, CD lamb. Now, if they bust some got somebody's going to look like a genius with their lineup with McCaffrey and, uh, Dalvin and a bunch of no names and receiver, but um, yeah, that that's the pretty clear lineup construction to me, especially at this point. I mean, who knows if we'll get some news and whatnot that change anything, but, and there's, there's more too. And there's more down low that interests me a little bit too. Um, I'm interested in Ronald Jones. At Bro, I, can't bl- I, I can't believe you said that because I had it written down. I was like, I don't know if I want to bring this guy up, but you, <laughs> yeah. you said it first. So you, you take it away. Cause I agree with you hundred percent. All right, I'll, I'll take the credit if it hits. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Let's let's hear. I want, I want to know why you like him, and I'll see if it's. I mean, I like so he got benched for for a clear fumble that was just a really good play by the opposing defense. And I think if like a rational coach and Arians like looks goes back and calms down, and then the next play, uh, Fournette <laughs> yep. was was a caused an awful um, play too. So it's like. Ronald Jones is, has is like their best actual rusher, right? Like between the tackles rusher and he's dirt cheap. And this is a game. Atlanta is awful. And Atlanta's defense is horrendous. And this is a game that the bucks are favored by almost two touchdowns. And if is, if Arians puts that back out of his mind, yes, there's going to be some Fournette in there, but Ronald Jones, it doesn't take much to pay off 13 bucks. It takes one end zone you know, one, one carry over the goal line. And he certainly can break off like a, a monster run. And he, he may, and they already, they're already giving him the coach speak too, that he is the starting running back. Now, is that fake or is that real? I don't know. I don't trust any of these guys half the time, but he's 13 bucks. And if it is real and you're getting a, a talented running back on a high powered offense for $13 with two touchdown favorites against the horrendous D that nobody wants to play. Yes. Like I, the ownership on him is, I'm showing like 
2%. Like, uh, so, I mean, I'm, you know, maybe that'll come up. I don't really trust uh, early week ownership, but th that seems like a play to me that I got to make sure I have some, like I got to manually bump and get him in there. No matter. I what. agree. I agree. hundred percent. I agree. All the reasons you listed and, you know, whether or not we believe Arians is one thing, but basically what we were looking for is Arians not saying uh, Jones is benched. He's never seen the field again. He didn't say that. He says he's in the mix. He's going to start. That's all we need to hear because as long as we cross our fingers and Rojo doesn't fumble on the first carry again, then he's going to get work against in a really good game script. Or a likely in a really good game. Good game. And he's pissed off, right? Like yeah. he's pissed off that he got benched. Um, and so, yeah, like that, that seems like the, the, the play to me. I think Chase Edmonds, like there's just so many guys. We could sit here and talk about all these guys, but like Chase Edmonds is getting much more work now. Um, we know he's electric in the passing um, for a pass now back, but he's also, I mean, if, if he's getting, he's, he's getting more snaps, more, more carries in a good game environment. He's cheap. He, yeah, I like that. I mean, I would rather play him on, on DraftKings for sure with the PPR points, but um I, I like his price. So I think there's a lot of, lot of ways and go there. So I probably am not going to have much McCaffrey cook or uh, maybe, I mean, I probably will have some Dalvin for some game stacks. Um, maybe that would be a good way to play. Ronald Jones would make that work potentially guys yep. like him, but um but that's your clear, yeah. that's like your clear lineup construction differentiator, that, right? Yeah, Everyone's going to play middle price guys. You play yeah. a, some cheap guys and some of these stud running backs, and that's how you get different in tournaments. And I'm going to, I'm going to have like a, and in my like main lineup where I'm jamming into everything, I'm going to be like close to that, like what, what optimal is, but I'm going to have like one or two spots that I pick out that I think have more upside. Cool. Um, Kenyon Drake might end up becoming a thing. Um, if, uh, Jacobs is out, just want to get that sure. out there. He's only, he's only 15 bucks, but he could be the, the, the workhorse, um, tough matchup with Steelers D, but, um, certainly I can see that. All right. Are you, are you real quick? Are you chasing Eli Mitchell at all at 19 bucks after his performance last week? No. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm a, I'm a guy who was drafting sermon, you know, I'm, so I'm hoping me both. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm hoping that sermon is the guy and this was just like something. So I, I'm not chasing it. Um, I don't know. What, what were you, what were your, your thoughts? I mean, he just, he, he sticks out at 19 bucks, but there's so many guys in that range. And again, on Yahoo where the contests are smaller, you don't have to get that crazy at running back. And for a guy whose workload we don't know for sure when all these other guys have safe workloads, I just, I don't think you need to play him. He just, he feel I get it. 19 bucks. He's going to be months. He's going to be popular. Right. Like, and uh, for, for good reason, but um, it just, feel, I don't know. I, he feels like the fade to me. I agree. Um, so that that's the kind of way I was thinking of it, but all right. So now we're going over to your, I know there's one guy who's just probably going to, you're just going to say lock button. <laughs> <laughs> So let's, let's, let's just start out with the, the main play uh, on Yahoo this week is Darren Waller at 22 bucks. So there's nothing, you can't say anything wrong with this guy. This is a legit wide receiver one. You go back to last year, he was second in targets amongst all tight ends and wide receivers last season. He was ninth in touchdowns. So top 10 in touchdowns. Right. And he got 19 targets in their first game last week. Right. Like, so this, it's <laughs> insane. Um, and the, the, the second most air yards he's, he's there. So it's like, you're legitimate, 
definitely getting a legit wide receiver one for tight end and his price is still low. So he's that 22, $23 range. And he's not that 33 Kelsey, which I did play for my main lineup last week, even though I think I said in GPP is the way to, it was to try to beat him, which I, didn't work so well for me because I had a bunch, except for Hawkinson, Hawkinson worked pretty well, but uh, I mean, Waller's the man, right? Like you got to play Waller for like a cash or a main lineup. I think you have to, though. The, the target volume is too good. And, and the price, it's interesting, right? Because if if Kelsey was 33 last week, why is Waller $11 cheaper this week, right? Obviously, there's different pricing dynamics, but he's, he's as far too cheap for his role. And if you compare it to other stud tight ends in his range, he's, he's too cheap. So I, yeah, I think main lineups, you play him. And then in tournaments, you play what you said last week is maybe you go cheaper or higher up and, and pray that one of those guys can catch a touchdown. The lineup works out otherwise, or maybe Pittsburgh focuses on Waller, whatever, I mean, whatever it may be, but I think the, the, the median outcome is too good for Waller, his price. Yeah. And, um, and it just looks, yeah, it looks so, I mean, the, the volume, I mean, he could get hurt, anything can happen, but the, the volume is there. It just looks so solid um now there's an obvious pivot for one dollar more george kittle um all right like like it would it shock anybody for george kittle to uh, outperform waller absolutely not right nope at a fraction of the ownership too right so yeah. i mean yeah what well, that's an easy tournament pivot for sure uh i like him and then who are some of the guys if, if you're if you're digging towards the bottom of the salary range who are guys you like i got three others that i actually like um okay. I, I like jared cook um five catches on eight targets uh great game environment 13 bucks cheap uh only played six more snaps than uh donald parham so that's a little concerning but um he did look like the the main offensive tight end weapon for them gronk just nuked dallas so it's just another way to, to i mean i mean that that's honestly shocked me with seeing watching I'm a, I'm a Pat's Homer, you know, that, that's my team always been, but uh, I, I never expected that out of Gronk in the first game. That was wild, uh, man. I, I didn't expect it either. Obviously in, in my showdown ROI reflects it from last Thursday, but yeah, I didn't expect him to have, because we saw last year, right. For Gronk that they, they, they played him kind of part-time all year, played him a little in one playoffs in the Super Bowl. And then they come out week one and, and play him another in a year older, also. another right. year older. Yeah. Like, uh, but he, it just says to me that there was a lot more going on in new England that these guys wanted out. True. Um, but uh, Tyler Higby, uh, 16 bucks, hundred percent of snaps, which is amazing. Second most targets with, there was a game that they were comfortably ahead all game. So they didn't need much, but he was still five for uh, six for 68 yards. There's no more Gerald Everett. He's a clear, he is the man for tight end. Um, we know that this guy can perform. So um, that that's a guy I like. The last guy I like is Dallas Goddard, um, especially with um, Ertz is already a little bit banged up again. Um, I, he, I don't think he's going to miss it or anything, but it, it just uh, he's had he's already there was reports about a little bit of his hamstring issue. Yep. So I, so, it's, so you mentioned those three guys. And I had written, I wrote down two of those Higby and cook. So we're clearly on the same page on a lot of these plays this week and, and last week too. And I'll add one more in Noah Fant against Jacksonville with Jerry Judy down that opens up a couple more targets in the passing game and a uh, fan of $18. I don't think a lot of people will play him there when you could pay up for Waller or pay down for cook. So I, I think fans another tournament option. Yeah. Good call. I'm writing that down. I actually forgot all about him and, you know, and that, that brings me to, Cortland go back to wide receiver for a second. We never touched, but like 
Corlin Sutton's not getting enough love with the situation potentially. I mean, yeah, this is, we want some players against Jacksonville, you know, we want against this Jags defense, which has looked atrocious. So, um, I mean, against Houston, you know, so Corlin Sutton, um, I definitely, it was an oversight. I mean, it, we don't see, we don't need to even consider like Tim Patrick on, on Yahoo or anything. You know, I know he's getting a lot of talk and uh, for like DK and whatnot, but he's, He's the same price, $17, $1 lower than uh, Cortland Sutton. To me, I still believe Cortland Sutton's the man, like, for, for that team. I, I So that's the guy that I want to have. Um, but uh, Noah quick, Fant. Just, sorry, because I want to interrupt and ask you about that, because obviously we have cheaper guys on DraftKings and FanDuel. But because – and I ask you this because you play Yahoo so much, you've played it for years now – like, is there any reason to play those types of, of pivots on the same team at the same price? Because the, like I said earlier, the contests aren't as big and you can get different in other ways. Like, is there any reason to play some of these wide receiver two and wide receiver three when you get wide receiver ones for the same price? I always call it, I play cash lineups on steroids. I prefer if my players actually are on steroids and don't get caught, but um, it's cash lineups on steroids. So it's like, what I mean by that is like, it's pretty optimal build with like, a little bit extra upside in there, you know? So I always like, I think that I can find a spot that has a little bit more upside because you're, because your main contests are like 10 to 20 man contests. Right. So it's like, you don't need to get crazy now in the baller. I, I was looking through my, uh, uh, reviewing my 150 lineups and man, you know, who killed, I had so many like good lineups that was killed by one player. And I was like, how did I get so much of this damn guy? Diame Brown, um, I, I had, if you, if you got points for snaps, you'd have been all right. Because I know I, I, exactly. I know. I, I wish I did. Um, but, uh, and I was like, how the heck did I get this guy so much? And it was just an oversight by me. Um, you know, like I said, I was behind the eight ball and like, uh, I, Oh, literally it's like death taxes and Sunday at 1259 is when my upload goes in because it's like, and I'm praying that it like makes it because like, it literally takes me like to last. Cause like, it was like the most news, uh, who else? Uh, Zach Moss. Yeah. Like how, it was how, like, how did you, how did you handle the most of news by the way? Because that was a, I know a lot of people were talking about that. Nothing. I ended up not, I ended up not taking a stance on it. Um, uh, I, I ended up not playing him a ton cause I still never trust running backs in Shanahan system. So, um, and so I didn't have much of him at all. I had friends who went heavy on him and moved like everything to him. Um, and, that's, what know, I, and that's what I did on FanDuel and DraftKings. Yahoo, his price wasn't as appealing at tw- what 26 or whatever it was last week. So I got him in, I think, one of three lineups over there. But yeah, on the other sites, I definitely tried to jam in more because of the price. So I, I maxed on, uh, I, did, I only played the slant on DK and I maxed that. Um, and I didn't I didn't have too much of him. Um, and that was on, on price. Don't, I, I don't know. I, I was torn because uh, it, it's, I think like the field, like it used to be like when a play like that happens, you jam it in because he's so low owned that no one does it. But I feel like it's completely opposite nowadays that like everybody jams that play in. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's tough. It's tough to say. I think, I mean, because no one thought that Eli Mitchell would be a factor. No one thought that Jamal yeah, oh, would be a factor. And so when, when Trey Sermon was ruled out, I think everyone just assumed that. And I think probably rightfully so that, that most of would get 60, 70% of the work in a great game script, in a great offense. So I think to me, in from a process standpoint, I think it made a ton of sense to play a bunch of them. Uh, but again, it depended on the site too, because you didn't get that much more with him on Yahoo. Yeah, I, I wasn't like arguing against him or anything like George that. Trump. I think I think he was definitely 
good. I just, it just didn't feel, it felt fishy to me. Not fishy. It felt like, like I just, I go down too often with uh, San Fran uh, running backs. Um, all right. Uh, that's it. Did we, uh, we wrap this up in record time, at least for the tournament takes pod show. Any, so. uh, any final words or one final, if you have the, the one, the person who's playing one stack in the baller again this week, who I did give him a good stack last week. I said to play uh, Kyler to uh, nuke in one in, entry, but uh, if you had to give advice to one person, the guy playing one lineup out there and you're making it right now, who's your stack? Uh, to me, the one stack this week is, is Herbert and Jared Cook. And that's, again, that's a tournament lineup for the baller where you're not playing Waller. You're getting a cheap, a cheap piece of a high scoring game and you're, and you're stacking that game with a 55 point total or whatever it is. And again, Herbert's one of the, the more popular plays, but uh, I mean, that game stacks too good for tournaments. You can get different in other spots. Mine, I'm going to say Tannehill. Uh, okay. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's like, do I play Julio? Do I play Adrian? Mar- it's going to be Adrian. Rogers. It's, That's uh, what it is. Really? <laughs> no, no. He, I mean, somehow he led the team in, in, in air yards last week, but that, I think that was a, a well, you got to play him. Jester, Chester, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> there you go. That, that some, I, you know, it, I can't tell you how much money I've lost playing DFS golf. Cause there's a guy named Chris Kirk uh, on tour that I, <laughs> that you, I would, if you played him a lot, a lot, then, uh, You've had some, you've had some issues then. <laughs> yeah, I used to play him. I used to play him every slate. Oh, just kidding. and uh, Keith Kirkwood. Uh, so that that's my guy. Keith, I have a assigned Keith Kirkwood jersey. That's pretty sick, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. And my girl did that. She uh, she DM'd him on uh, Instagram and got it done for me. He, I can't imagine he, he gets too many he, of those requests. So I'm yeah, sure he's happy to do it. <laughs> he and he got traded like right at like uh, he was he was going because he he was like it took him a while to 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 actually send it. And he, I think he was already going, going, he was already going to Carolina off the saints by that point. <laughs> That's but, pretty uh, sick. Anyways, this has been the RG DFS tournament takes podcast. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to all you listening and we'll catch you again next week. Good luck.